0: Good morning everyone. It's uh, another Monday after a football Sunday and uh, well, as far as the NFL goes, not a good NFL Sunday for anyone uh, except Garrett and JJ. Well, you know, go fuck yourselves. You're not local teams. Um, Just, uh, you know, touching real quick on the Jets. You know, they're still a young team. They're not really supposed to be winning this year, but... Again, you hate to see that happen against the Dolphins. A team I just absolutely despise. Who is just not that good. And they somehow find a way to always beat us. Um, You know, they they had opportunities to win the game. And a couple of turnovers killed them in in bad spots. You know, turnovers never good. But when you turn over the Dolphins and then proceed to throw a a pick in the end zone, that's not good. Um, But... It is what it is. Division game. It sucks to lose one at home, but they got a quick turnaround against these uh, Browns, who I'm sure will be uh, out for blood. I'm sure they're pissed off. Uh, so being at home, it'll be interesting to see how that game goes. The Giants, I mean, oof, they just, just never showed up on offense. You know, I, I think they were going getting shut out going into half, or I forget if it was 10-3 at that point. Uh, I just can't really remember but um, just uh, just ugly on offense. Again, you know, you wonder what's going on. I mean, I get it. Dallas now has played two defensive games in a row. They, they held the Panthers to 16, and, you know, they played well against the Giants. So I guess you can give some credit there, but I didn't really know this was supposed to be a good defensive team. Uh, as far as the Giants' D goes, you know, they were getting smoked early on, but they really uh, they made some adjustments, and they shut down that Dallas offense they were doing some weird shit you know Tavon Austin and they were running the read option and Dak was keeping so they, they shut that down fairly quickly and certainly gave the Giants a chance to come back but again that offense just uh not not good early on so just going real quick around the league as I'm driving in here you know yesterday Pat handed it to me some mistakes were made on my part not that it really would have mattered. Uh, even if Rivers was in there, he would have pulled away. Um, you know, looking at my team, you overreact week one and, and you think you got a good squad, and now you're overreacting week two. Where, you know, what is David Johnson? I, I think he's a bust at this point, so now I can understand why Bain passed on him. I, I did not think it would be this bad out in Arizona. I mean, Jesus Christ, just give the guy the fucking ball. And get it out of Sam Bradford's hands, who's averaging, I believe I read, 3.3 yards an attempt. So uh, get him the fuck out of there. Just give me Rosen and and let's see what you got there. Bradford, you're just wasting time. Uh, Pat's squad all around, you know, except the quarterback, really just was stellar. All of his guys in double digits. Gurley did his thing uh, for three touchdowns. You know, so there's really not much going on here in this game. It was just a lopsided victory. A wasted effort by A.J. Green on my side. Uh, Ajayi Hurt came back, scored a the touchdown, then was a non-factor. Ertz did well. Corwell was nothing. Uh, Tate was okay. And, again, the big gaffe was uh, the quarterback position. But, like you, like I said, you know, it would not have mattered Pat uh, handedly won this game. So on to the next one. We have... Uh, Battle of the Rochester Bros still to be decided I guess you could say Stein needs an absolute miracle from Allen Robinson and Jordan Howard um yeah sure he could get it uh, I mean you need 60 points between two guys uh so it's unlikely For Garrett's squad just a absolute beatdown again uh, another good week for him big Ben this time putting it on his shoulders melvin gordon again is is looking like an absolute monster in that offense he's catching passes he's catching touchdown passes that look like receivers should be getting them so he looks awesome hopkins came to play you know mixon's gonna be out a couple of weeks but i think this team can handle it and then uh, even lynch showed up on the board so despite a negative one from his defense he pulls away with a, a victory most likely again we can't say it's for sure stein does have guys going tonight but it is leaning that way for Stein. Cam Newton shines. McCaffrey was good. Other than that, it's just ugly. Um, he's got reinforcements on the way. Well, he's playing them tonight with Jordan Howard as he flipped Bell, so hopefully that can help him uh, stabilize the ship. It'll be interesting. We have a good matchup next week of Stein and myself. One of those teams is going to be either 1-2 and or possibly Stein will be 0-3. It's, there's a lot on the line for an early game on that one. All right, next we go to Dan and my brother. Uh, Dan, again, with his squad, just uh, even with Odell with a bad night, just putting up numbers. I mean, this kid, Pat Mahomes, looks like the real deal. You know, he's putting up 38 (laughs) like it's nothing. Uh, Two or three touchdowns to Kelsey, I believe. So, you know, last week it was the Giants' stack. This week it's the Chiefs' stack. Uh, What can you say? This team, the starting rosters are just really good for this team. So, you know, another handed victory for Dan. He is most likely the highest scorer of the week. He'll be joining us sometime this week to break down whatever he wants. As for my brother, you know, not a bad week. 99, he's he's beating me, that's for sure. It just wasn't a good week, you know. All the guys that went off, they weren't really on his team. You know, Rodgers was pedestrian. Uh, T.Y. Hilton was good. Kamara, you know, th- there's your problem right there. Kamara wasn't very good. Good. He was okay. But, again, that Saints-Browns game was just bizarre. Uh, then looking at the rest of his team, just not much going on. Julio Jones was quiet. Chris Thompson was okay for a starter. Running back number two. Graham was okay. It was good to see him get on the board. So, uh, another good victory for Dan. He moves to 2-0. and Hot start for him. What else is new? And then next up, we got Jose and Bain. So Jose pulled away with a victory last night. After uh, I guess Ezekiel Elliott just couldn't finish it for Bain. This was a tight game. So for Jose, I mean, a big, big win. You know, you had Kirk Cousins go off. Juju was nice. Ernie Sanders was complimentary. Then you had Kareem Hunt get on the board. Dalvin Cook put up nine. So it was good to see his running backs get going. Uh, Jordan Reed was quiet. And Lamar Miller was, you know, standard. Lamar Miller gets you seven to nine points every time. And then looking at for uh, looking at Bain's team, the the big the big red flag here is just it's Gronk. You know, they shut him down. That Jags defense, they they made sure he wasn't going to beat them. And boy, did that work out! Not only did they win the game, they shut Gronk out to 15 yards only. So, you know, that sucks for Bain. Uh, definitely could have won this game had he gotten a little bit more out of one of his guys, but. That's not the way it fell, and Bain will move to 1-1, one and one, still a very good team, and Jose will move to 1-1, one and one, a much-needed win for him. So we're going to have a lot of middle-of-the-pack good teams in the middle of the pack for next week in the standings. We got our last game here is between Chris and JJ, still to be decided. This is probably the one game that is up in the air for tonight, I believe. So Chris will have his quarterback going, Russell Wilson, against... JJ's Trey Burton. JJ has a about call it a seven point advantage at the moment. Uh, so this is going to be close. This is going to be fun and exciting to watch. Um, if that Bears defense is what it is, or is what it, we think it is, uh, this could be a, a clencher for Chris. It certainly could. If uh, you know if Trey Burton goes out and scores early or gets a quick 50 yard pass or something like that, it could be a clencher for Chris. But overall, I mean, I I think Russell Wilson's going to put this one away you know if he can get his 15 points and Trey Burton gets what he's projected for six you'll have uh, Chris coming out on top or at least very close so this this is going to be interesting to watch tonight you know uh, Chris's team looks like it's going to be under 100 unless uh, Russell Wilson goes off for 27 looking at his team AB during that shootout was quiet so that's bizarre to see Devontae Adams did his job uh, Yeldon was okay, I guess. Royce Freeman was okay, Rudolph okay. Thielen was the star there. Um, I love that Thielen coming into the season. I'm glad I, I'm. Um, I should say I'm upset I didn't gra- get to own him. Uh, then you're looking at JJ's team. He had the Breeze, Michael Thomas stack, um, even against these Browns who really held them to only 21 points. <laughs> I guess Breeze and Michael Thomas accounted for all that offense. Larry Fitz was uh, nothing without, with fucking Sam Bradford there. Kenyon Drake scored a touchdown. Adrian Peterson was not much. Brandon Cooks was good. And again, we got Trey Burton tonight versus Russell Wilson, so I'll be excited to see uh, who wins this one. This will probably be our only Monday night clench unless, uh, again, Stein's players can put up you know, 30, 45 points real quick and make it interesting. Unlikely to happen. but So we will have one game to be decided tonight. The standings next week are going to look like a couple of 2-0 teams. Maybe just one 2-0 team. Nope, a couple of... Oh, wait a minute. Depending on... Uh, no, it'll be a two and 2-0 teams. A lot of 1-1 and teams. And then just a handful of 0-2 teams depending on Chris's matchup tonight. So that's it. That's a quick recap of week two already in the books. We've got a quick turnaround for the Jets. Quick turnaround for some fantasy assets. It was bizarre to see Josh Gordon, uh, the Josh Gordon news over the weekend. You know, you just gotta wonder with that guy. He's had every opportunity in the world. Um, and then again, you look at the Browns. Like, all right, so the guy was a little late, and that's the cause for dumping him. I don't know. Very bizarre situation there. Um, so, look forward to Dan joining us. We'll have our uh, episode up this early this week, and then we'll start breaking down Week Three before you know it. It's the afternoon drive with the highest scoring player of the week. How we doing, buddy? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. Just leaving the office on this uh, fine Wednesday. We're over the hump.
1: Halfway there.
0: That's right. So so Dan's team is off to a hot start this year. I mean, he drafts Patrick Mahomes to compliment Deshaun Watson. He's got Tyreek the Freak Hill. He's got Kelsey, Saquon, and Odell. I mean, we were saying in the beginning of the year, you've got a hell of a starting roster. If health stays and you pick up some, some guys on the way, you're going to be a contender this year. So how are you feeling about your squad early on?
1: I feel fantastic. I mean, I think it's gone very well. Uh, like you mentioned, in the draft, kind of went heavy on the Giants and the Chiefs, the first four picks, and it's uh, been working out. I, I added H- Mahomes in there in the later rounds, of course, but uh,
0: he seems to be the the igniter that's been fueling my flames over here and the uh the scary part is is that the giants offense has been putrid and you're still finding ways to win and score the highest points in the league so imagine what happens you know i mean obviously you're gonna have some regression on some of those guys but when the giants start performing then you'll have them offsetting and i mean your team could be putting up 100 110 points a week consistently it's that good of a team
1: yeah, if and when. I mean, I don't know what that giant offense is going to be. It looks pretty much inept at the moment, but uh, there'll always be some garbage time points, I guess, just like at the end of last week. It happened to be Evan Ingram at the end of the Cowboy game, but you never know. You get Saquon and Odell in there and a couple blowouts when they start playing pre at the start of the fourth quarter. You never know. <laughs> That's how optimistic
0: sure. I am about the team.
1: So do you want to get into
0: the Giants a little bit, or do you want to stick uh, stick strictly to fantasy?
1: I mean, you know the Giants are my thing, so I can stay there. I'll go fantasy, however you want to take it. This is your show. It's your forum, my man. It, it's, your,
0: uh, it's your platform right now. You are the highest scoring. You can do whatever you want. You can talk trash about P. Daddy and Stein. You can talk Giants, you can talk uh, shit about your next uh, opponent, whatever you want to do. So take us where you want to go. All right, you
1: brought it there. So Pete Addy and Stein, let's do it. I mean, what's going on with this
0: Le'Veon Bell thing,
1: you know? I think uh, he's going to play is he not going to play? What do you think?
0: I don't think he's going to play all year. I think he's going to sit out. And uh, I think he just – listen, it's a very bizarre situation, right? Now it's ruining the whole – It's ruined the whole locker room there. You know, if he doesn't play and they have to sign him under the tender next year, he's just got them by the same balls. And, you know, listen, he is – or I should say he's got to sign his tender. Um, But I think he just wants out. I think he wants to get traded. I think he's going to try and force a trade. And you know what? I mean, I could see a team paying up for him, but I know I wouldn't want the Jets to do it. Who would pay up for a running back like that?
1: Well, I guess it depends how far the Jets are going. I mean – they had a good week one. Week two, obviously, they took a step back. Darnold's young. Next year is supposed to be your year. But, you know, that's kind of the rumblings. If he's going to go somewhere else, the, Drets, the Jets definitely have the money to pay him. And he, it looks like he could fit in there. But uh, either way, I just hope P doesn't get him going and starting in games. That's that's kind of my point. Uh, cause yeah. You saw what he was able to do with Todd. If he's got Todd and Le'Veon Bell, that's just not fair. I mean, I'm going to call some sort of collusion at that point.
0: well let's be fair pat traded jordan howard who is a nice serviceable rb2 i think we could agree on that but pat is taking all the risk here but there's 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 a flip side to this because john connor in a very good offense is going to be that rb2 so the way i look at it is as pat bought risk you know he, he paid off for it or i should say stein sold that risk to pat And Pat gave up a surefire RB2. James Conner, I think, is going to be that RB2 at least. I mean, I think that's his floor. Um, He's no Bell for sure. But what Pat did, and it's very smart, he assured that he's not going to lose that production when Bell, if Bell does come back. So I think from Pat's perspective, it was a great move. And for Stein, listen, he's sitting at 0-2. I think he has to make that move, right? Don't you?
1: I mean, I totally agree with you, with Pat. I mean, I think it's Pat made a masterful move there. I mean, that's why you know the guy's a champion. He does what he does. Stein, I'm not too sure. Like you said, he's 0-2. I don't know what he's doing. I know his team's shitting the bed <laughs> on him. Um, I, I'd have to take a look at it closely. I mean, I know uh, Garrett's team is good. I like him coming in here and being competitive early on. So he he gave him the L this this past week. So. You got Stein this week. Stein's got to
0: find a way to get a win. Um, What do you think about his chances, I guess? I mean, listen, I'm going through some early injury and and running back problems. I mean, it's a position I drafted from depth, so I I think I can absorb it. But if Cam and and McCaffrey end up going off this week and Stein gets – he hits some lightning out of some of his other bottles, I think for sure Stein could have a a legitimate shot of taking me down this week. I'm not confident by any stretch – um, I feel I should win, but I am not sure I will. You know what I mean? So, listen, I, I got Devontae uh, uh, Freeman is hurt. Ajayi now might not play. Um, I think Jose did throw me a little bit of a bone with the trade last night. I, I do want to address that because Jose sent me that trade. Listen, Corey Davis is getting the targets. Um, I, I would take Amari Cooper all day in that trade. But, listen, Jose is capitalizing on a good week. So I'm going to be able to throw Mari Cooper in there and hopefully, you know, avoid uh, my roster going RB heavy. Now I might be able to absorb that the running back losses a little bit more. So I'm curious what your thought on the trade was last night.
1: I think it's a good trade. I mean, the Raiders offense hasn't necessarily been what it's supposed to be. Even last year, Cooper wasn't what he was. Crabtree took most of the touchdown receptions there. So Cooper, 100%. Cooper might be a little bit, you know, overvalued. So you got him, but he's at least that name and you know he's going to get his targets. I feel like Jose's taking an analytical approach. He's, he sees something there, so he's willing to give up that name thinking that he's got something with the numbers. So uh, It's possible. Yeah, it's, it's a decent trade.
0: I mean, listen, like I said, Corey Davis has the targets. He's got, I think, seven in each of his two weeks, but i just never been a fan of that Titans offense. And, and Cooper is a boomer bust. There's no question. He's going to screw me some weeks. But if I can get a week like last week out of him um, – and I'll be happy, but like I said, it's going to be a headache all year. But um, I agree, it was a little bit of a fair trade because you're getting a little bit of consistency with Corey Davis, and you're getting that uh, that you know shot out of a cannon with Amari Cooper. So I'm curious. Um, I do not. I am driving, so I do not have your matchup in front of me. Who are you playing this week? I'm playing oh, Ethan. Ah, that's a ma- that's a good matchup. Both teams are are very good. Bain, uh Bain's team struggled a little bit last week uh, with Brady and Gronk shut down by that Jags defense. Right. So how are you feeling? Well,
1: I think he's a very formidable opponent. Um, I'm just looking at the matchup now. Like you mentioned, he's got Brady and Gronk, uh, and they're going to be coming after that loss up against Detroit. And uh, we all saw that Lions defense and what the Jets were able to do. Oof, it's not good. Um, Stefan Diggs had a day last week against Buffalo. So that's another uh, – exclamation point for him there, I think he'll be able to definitely get get a couple touchdowns, at least. And uh, Jarvis Landry, I, I, I like having guys in the Thursday night matchup. I know you started off with A.J. Green last week. I mean, he was able to go off. It, it wasn't enough, but I like having those guys going on Thursday, so I'm going to be sitting here watching tomorrow. Hopefully, uh, Landry is held to, um, you know, he's held in check, because... I hate starting off on a week being down 25 points, 25,
0: 30 points. <laughs> There's always the flip side, though. You know, A.J. Green could have went out and gotten 40 yards. So <laughs> it, it goes both ways sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. I know uh, I did see Landry is questionable for the week, so maybe he'll catch a break there. I'm sure he's going to play, but he might be a little banged up. I think he's got a knee.
1: Yeah, I see that. They're showing him questionable. You, you mentioned it, too, with your matchup with Freeman. I, I was hearing on the ride in today he might go. Is that What are you hearing about that?
0: Latest I heard was it's still one to two weeks. Ajayi, I believe, is the one that might go. But I, ha- I have to look at that because the latest I saw was that he's definitely out at least one to two more games. But I- I'm going to have to check on that and get back to you. I got gotcha. you. Uh, that's why I want that Tevin Coleman from you. But I see the price has gone up since.
1: Well, now these are, I've got I've got low running back depth as it is. Well, him moving into that starting position, I'm going to ride him for as many weeks as I can if it's one or two. It worked out last week. I mean – he gets his targets. I mean, even, even him coming off the bench, he's good for 10 to 15 targets a game. And he seems to be a, a kind of a touchdown hawk uh, with those struggling red zone
0: Falcons. So he finds a way. So he's worth yeah. holding on to. Yeah, you, never, you can never really understand those Falcons, right? They got one of the best receivers in the game. The guy's an athletic freak, and they just can't find him in the end zone. It makes no sense.
1: Yeah, uh, and I don't even know what to expect out of those Saints. That's where the uh, – that's the Falcons matchup this week. It's Atlanta at the Saints. It's
0: a good game. So let's talk about your expectations for the year. And, and uh, you know, I, I did this with Bain, I think, last year. I asked him who's his uh, – I think I asked him who he thinks is going to come out and win it all. Or So let's see. What, what are you thinking? Who's, who's the top couple of teams this year, if you want to give me playoffs? If you want to give me just I think a I know we've what got, got a thinking? couple
1: of new guys in the league this year, but I think it's pretty consistent year over year with the guys that, that get in. I'm you know, I expect you to be there for sure. I know Pete Daddy's gonna find a way to be up there. I think Chris will turn it around despite starting 0-2. I was pulling for him to get that first win with a Monday night miracle, but uh I think Chris will somehow find a way. Um, and and Garrett looks good too coming in here. So I like those guys. Obviously I'm at the top now. But it was mentioned, you know, the day after the draft, and it always seems to be the case. I get off to these hot hot starts, and for whatever reason or another, I don't find a way to sustain it. I'm not down on myself in that way. I think that Mahomes and Tyreek Hill, I mean, that Kansas City offense is going to stay hot all year. So if I could ride that wave all the way, I'll ride it all the way. But if if anything with that dynamic falls off, uh, I'm going to be scrambling, you know, because – That's pretty much what I've been riding the first couple weeks. But I'll I'll ride that wave as long as it's there.
0: All right, everyone. That was the uh, interview with our highest scoring player of this week, Dan. His team is sitting pretty. Um, Dan, I know we got caught off at the end there, but I did have an actual very intelligent question to ask you. Um, Being uh, someone uh, whose job is to limit risk exposure... Um, I'm curious to know and you can send it in via voice message um, what your you know strategy is going forward you have five top players from two teams I'm wondering um, you know if you're going to look to diversify your assets throughout the year via trade or or maybe uh, something else um, or whether you're going to ride those guys you know obviously it's very early and I would not want you to tip your hand if you do have any trades going but just a general feel of how you're going to handle that situation Uh, so send that in Uh, i'd be curious to hear and and the league would be curious to hear Um, so thank you everyone we got a jets on prime time tomorrow night we will do a little bit of matchup previews either tomorrow or friday Um, i'm hoping my jets can pull it out i have already locked in two bets one for the Jets, plus three, and one for the Jets on the money line. Just a little, just a little sprinkle on that. Um, so I am hoping the Jets can pull through tomorrow, not just for the gambling aspect, but to hopefully, uh, you know, make the season interesting. And, and let's be honest, nobody wants to be the team the Browns beat for the first time in 36 games or whatever it is. So uh, stay tuned for the next uh, preview episode, and we'll talk to you all very soon.